0: Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there. Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. So today I want to talk to you about healthier eating habits that last, meaning the eating habits that will last a long period of time. That way, your efforts to change your eating habits are not wasted and you continue to get numerous benefits from healthier eating habits because that's typically the whole reason why you want to change your eating habits, right? So that you reap the benefits for years to come, so that you do do change your eating habits one time and you don't keep slipping back and going through the cycle again like most diets. We don't want that, right? I know for me when I realized that I needed or wanted to change my eating habits, more specifically the emotional eating habit that I was doing or that I had developed that was leading to some weight gain and just feeling a lack of energy and disappointment in myself, I was thinking that this was going to be a permanent thing. I wasn't planning on just changing my eating habits for a few months and then going right back to eating bread, pasta, pretzels, cereal all the time like I had been. I wasn't thinking that I was going to change my eating habits to lose that 10 to 15 pounds and then just revert right back to what I had been doing to gain those 10 to 15 pounds in the first place, right? So I know that you don't want to do any of that either. You want to change your eating habits for life and I want to help you. That's why that's the name of this podcast. All right, so one of the very first steps to having healthier eating habits that last is to decide what eating habits you'd like to break up with completely and what eating habits you'd like to just improve. For example, if you'd like to stop eating donuts for breakfast permanently, then that's an eating habit that you're breaking up with for good. Breaking up with as in like a relationship. Or if you'd like to just eat donuts for breakfast once a week instead of every day, then that may be an eating habit that you'd just like to improve. So really, it's all just up to you. You get to decide what you'd like for yourself and for your future, right? So that can be six months from now, it can be two years from now, it can be 20 years from now. You can always redecide down the road, of course, but at least start out with deciding what you'd like to aim for long-term term as far as what you're thinking right now your best guess as to what you'd like for yourself right keeping in mind that we're not going to jump right from a to b if you want to break up with donuts for breakfast completely you're not going to go from having them every morning for breakfast to cutting them out completely the first week that you're trying to change this eating habit right that's just because that's too drastic of a change and your brain is going to be like what are you doing to me? This will make it a lot harder to successfully change that particular eating habit. It's going to make those cravings so much more intense. You're going to feel like you're resisting that urge to eat donuts every morning, and likely you will get to the point of just saying, screw it, or you'll find a replacement for the donuts that's just as bad. I sort of got ahead of my myself a little bit here. We will get into this a little bit more, or actually quite a bit more, because how big of a change you make is an important part of healthier eating habits that last. So, decide which of the eating habits that you currently have that you would really like to change and determine how much you'd like to change them. Again, meaning if you want to break up with a certain eating habit completely or just change it to some degree. Another example would be a personal one, actually, when I wanted to stop eating cereal for dinner. This was an eating habit that I was very willing to break up with. I told myself that cereal is for breakfast only, and it was not going to be my breakfast and my dinner, right? So since then, I've actually stopped eating cereal completely because it's just not filling enough for me for breakfast. But my point is that you get to just choose some things that you want to start with. You can always make some further changes later down the road like I did if you want to. And I just want to say that it really is up to you. And that's so important because if you're doing something just because someone else told you that that's what you quote unquote should be eating or should shouldn't be eating, that's not likely to last for you. You have to really understand why a certain food may not be great for your body and decide for yourself that you want to either decrease or completely eliminate that food if that's a decision that you're making for yourself. And I'm not a believer that you should eliminate foods that you still want to be able to enjoy. If you like eating ice cream and you want to be able to enjoy ice cream for the rest of your life, then keep that as one of the things that you can enjoy. If you're like, I don't really like ice cream that much and ice cream is a real problem for me, so I'd rather just eliminate it, then that's one of the goals that you can have to eventually completely eliminate the ice cream if you so desire. So if you just want to change it a little bit, right, then just modify it. It's more so about the behavior itself than the food, meaning if you are eating sweets Or some sort of food in response to something like stress and boredom, that's something that you're probably going to want to change. You want to eat sweets or another food because you're intentionally deciding that you want to enjoy that particular food and and not try to use it as a medicine or a treatment for an uncomfortable emotion like stress or boredom instead of actually feeling the stress or boredom or managing that in a different, healthier way. And yes, boredom is an emotion. So you want to get out of that habit of automatically turning to food when you're feeling an uncomfortable emotion. And so that's just an example of a behavior rather than like the particular food itself. Alright, so you guessed it, the next very important thing with healthier eating habits that last is not to make these drastic changes all at once, like I alluded to a little bit ago. That's just way too much for your brain. That includes changes in the amount you're eating and what you're eating as well. If you change the amount you're eating, you're going to feel hungry all the time, and that's just going to make it more difficult for you you're not going to feel good, right? You're going to be more tempted by foods that you see in front of you that you may not want to be eating. You may get to the point that you're overly hungry and then it becomes a feeling of urgency. And then you might just grab the quickest, easiest thing no matter what it is. So I don't want you to be going from foods like pizza and donuts to carrot sticks, right? That's a really big change. And if you're doing that for multiple meals or multiple days, that can be extremely difficult, right? You're going to potentially feel very deprived because the carrot sticks just don't compare to the pizza and the donuts. Or maybe you think carrot sticks taste like dessert, so maybe that's totally fine, but I'm guessing not. So smaller changes are way easier for your brain to handle. They're easier for your stomach to handle as well. And if something is easier, you're more likely to be consistent with it or you're more likely to do it, period. And then of course, you're more likely to do it over and over and over again, which is what consistency is, right? And consistency is is absolute key when it comes to habits, with forming habits, with breaking habits. So think about it like this. Let's just say that you spoke English for your entire life and you wanted to learn French. You bought a program that will teach you French, which includes your own personal French instructor or teacher. You wouldn't just be given all of the things at once and be expected to learn them in a week. It would be set up so that you would first get used to maybe one French verb and the conjugations for that verb. You'll get really good at learning those and using them and understanding them in different sentences and then you'd maybe learn some other terms so that you can start making your own simple sentences with that verb so it would be set up so that you're learning little bits at a time kind of adding in more right to make it easy for yourself to then form and understand sentences with that verb you'd really hammer home that verb and its conjugation so that you felt comfortable with it before you moved on with the next thing and also too when you think about it when you feel like something is a little bit easier to do right and you're making some some slow pro- or some some progress with it not slow and you're making some progress with it it's a lot more likely that you'll be interested in investing the time in it again the next day right so like if you're spending 30 minutes on learning some french and you feel like it's Easy and doable, and you feel like you actually got something out of that 30 minutes, right? You were successful, you're much more likely to be excited to do the 30 minutes again the next day, right? So, all of this it is just to say the same is true for healthier eating habits that last. You're going to want to focus on some small, more specific changes and get good at those before you add on more. That way, it doesn't seem overwhelming. Imagine, you know, if again, if you're taking that French course and everything was thrown at you at once and you just had to try to memorize it all, right? And then you were expected to understand paragraphs of French text or listen to someone speaking French within like a week, right? And be able to interpret immediately, especially when you're so used to English for all these years, right? it would seem incredibly frustrating and make you very tempted to just want to give up. It would also be very unsatisfying, right? You really need to show your brain that you can have those small wins with healthier eating habits as well, just as you would with learning something very simple and specific with the French language or with anything, right? And showing your brain first that you're able to understand that. You're able to form a simple sentence with that verb that you learned in French, or that you're able to decrease from having donuts every single day for breakfast to just six out of the seven days for breakfast, right? And if you're trying to lose weight, and that's part of the motivation for you to try to change your eating habits, which oftentimes it is, but not always, don't expect to lose a lot of weight immediately. If you're doing so, That means you're making some really drastic changes to your caloric intake and or to the specific foods that you're eating. This is not likely to last. So think about long term. Do you just want the satisfaction of dropping 20 pounds in like two weeks only to not be able to keep it off or feel like you're not really enjoying your new eating habits? Or do you want to do it the more gradual, healthier way where you're addressing eating behaviors and making those smaller changes so that you can gradually lose weight and change those eating behaviors, but it's something that's very maintainable, something that you feel confident you're not going to go back to or revert back to or confident that you're not gonna gain that weight back. Right? I'm guessing you're probably going to choose that option over the first option, And that's what I'm all about as far as with my coaching philosophy, and that's what this podcast is all about. So if you want healthier eating habits that last, and you also want gradual weight loss that actually stays off, you want to still be able to eat the foods that you really enjoy eating as well, then you're definitely in the right place. So when I was doing a lot of emotional eating and it was all carbs, I didn't just completely cut out all the carbohydrates and call it a day. I realized why I was eating processed carbohydrates like constantly, and I started actively working on things to help myself with those underlying reasons. I also started implementing those smaller changes, such as not having cereal for dinner any longer and working in some salads with steak or crab cake or chicken on top. And that was a super easy thing for me to do. I would just buy frozen crab cakes on occasion from the grocery store and just heat one of those up and put it on top of a salad for dinner. And the salad was pretty simple. I might have also had a piece of bread with that, but that was all way better than eating two or three bowls of cereal for dinner or just eating a big bowl of pasta with butter and Parmesan cheese, right? Okay, so another way to help you with healthier eating habits at last is to find some foods that you like that are on the healthier side. You don't have to start eating a whole bunch of vegetables all the time if you are someone who hates vegetables, but what are some things that are healthier choices that you do enjoy? What are some foods that would make it easier for you to add in that are on the healthier side? For example, do you enjoy eating bananas? If so, maybe you can exchange a couple of your midday snacks that were maybe on the less healthy side. For example, like chips or cookies on one or two occasions, maybe exchange those for the banana during the week, right? You don't have to stop eating all the chips and all the cookies all at once or at all, right? And move over to bananas every single day. Just make something that's doable, right? Make that small change. Maybe instead of eating four cookies, maybe have a banana and one cookie. If you don't really know what healthier foods you enjoy, then maybe it's time to start taste testing, which can be fun. If you live with other people and they eat some healthier foods or just more of a variety of foods, try some of the foods that they're eating. Be open-minded. Just because you didn't like this food, 10 years ago or when you were a kid doesn't mean that you won't like it now that's very common i used to hate beans when i was a kid now i love them and i eat them all the time i'd say we probably eat them every day so if you want to have healthier eating habits that last you're going to have to find some healthier foods that you enjoy Otherwise, if you're eating foods that you don't enjoy just because they're healthy, that's not going to be very fun for you and not likely to last a very long time either. So you can even start out with making a list right now of like 20 to 30 different healthier foods that you enjoy eating. That may sound like a lot, but it's really not. Trust me, once you start writing a few down, like a whole bunch more will come to you and it won't take long to do that list of 20 or 30 different healthier foods. And then maybe do a list of like five healthier foods that you're willing to try or willing to try again, right? That way you're at least aware of some things that you can add in as you go that you also enjoy. Otherwise, if you really don't have any idea or only have a couple of things in mind You might feel like it's nearly impossible for you to have healthier eating habits because you might be like, well, what do I eat instead of these things that I'm eating now? Do I just cut them out? Like, what do I do? Or you might be forcing yourself to eat things that you really don't like to eat just because you read somewhere that these were the foods that you quote unquote should be eating. Okay, so there's one more thing that I want to add in to help you with healthier eating habits that last. And that is to always be aware of and grateful for the benefits. Being aware of the benefits along the way as you're changing your eating habits will help with motivation to keep up with those changes. Being grateful for the benefits once you have them will also help with motivation to continue the changes until they become actual habits. Reminding yourself how your life has improved in many different areas is very helpful for a boost in motivation as well. And that's just fun too, right? So I do this with my clients because it's a very good measurement of progress, A, but also B, because of it being very good motivation to continue. All right, so this episode is getting to be about the length that I like it to be, so we will call it a day. If you're a new listener, check out the other episodes. Be sure to follow the show so that it pops up in your library. And you don't forget about it, and you're reminded when new episodes are published every Thursday, like right after um, midnight the night before. So very, very early Thursday, you will see new episodes come up. If you have been a listener, then I know that this podcast resonates with you. And if you want further help, or you feel like you're really stuck... I invite you to book a free 60-minute consultation with me. The longer you stay feeling stuck or feeling like you're not making any progress, the worse it's going to be for you because what ends up happening is you just you lose motivation very quickly and your brain starts telling you see you can't do this see there's something wrong with you so it's like the longer you stay in that stuck period or the longer you stay frustrated the more your brain is just going to tell you that it's not possible for you to change and this is simply not true i don't want you to listen to your brain but your brain will try to tell you this and you'll start losing motivation right so when you book a free 60-minute consultation with me, I will learn about the challenges that you've been struggling with, also your goals and why you want to reach those goals, right? why they're important to you, and then tell you what exactly would get you from where you are now with your challenges that you're currently struggling with and where you want to be, like the, the goals that you have in mind for yourself. Many people tell me that they feel much more optimistic and gain clarity just from that free consult. So to book a free consult with me, it's really quick and easy. If you're listening on the episode page on my website, you'll see the button to book a free consult. If you're listening from a podcast listening app, you'll see the link in the episode description. You'll choose a date and time on the calendar that works for you, and then you'll choose if you want to meet via Zoom or phone. All right, career women, thanks for listening. Take care, and I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.